You are listening to As a Woman, episode 49, Holiday Traditions. In this episode, I'm talking about all of my favorite things, the traditions, big and small, that we do each holiday season to make our house feel like a home. Welcome to As a Woman, the podcast hosted by fertility physician, Dr. Natalie Crawford, to educate and empower women. Each week, learn about your health, your fertility, and how they relate to your true self. Become a part of the community, fostering collaboration over competition while learning how to authentically find your voice and amplify others as a woman. Hi, friends. Welcome back to As a Woman. You are listening to episode 49, Holiday Traditions. So if you're new to the ball game around here, let me just let you in on a secret. I love Christmas. I love Thanksgiving. I love Halloween. I like that whole time period where it's just celebration, celebration, celebration. And I really love to make a big deal out of all the little stuff. So that's kind of what I want to talk to you about. I don't believe that having traditions or celebrating the holidays has to cost a lot of money. That's not at all what it's about. And the little things that you do that are done every year They can make a big impact on your little ones and yourself because these are the things that ground you and keep you happy when life is crazy, the things you can count on. Okay, well, I love all the holiday seasons, but I'm just going to dive in with my favorite because I could probably talk about it for too long, and that's Christmas. So Christmas time for me starts as early as possible. Typically, my husband... Jay makes me wait until Thanksgiving's over, but many a years I can get away with decorating earlier. So we can't get our Christmas tree till after Thanksgiving, but often we can start to pull out all of the Christmas decorations a little bit early. And that's because we have so many of them. It is a project, you guys. Our house is not just Christmas lights on the outside and the tree on the inside. There is so much stuff involved that I undecorate our regular house and put up Christmas but that doesn't mean this is expensive stuff. So usually what our white shelves in our living room consist of art projects the kids have done. So they've made Christmas trees with their fingerprints as ornaments. And I think we also have a turkey with a handprint for Thanksgiving and handprint snowflakes. I had them make these when they were little, just with paint and paper. And then I bought cheapo frames on Amazon and framed them all. And I keep them in my cabinet in the kitchen. And we seasonally rotate them out. So those shelves are always with artwork. One, that's really easy because I know what's going there. So I don't have to overthink it. Two, it took a little bit of investment at the beginning. Meaning the time to get their handprints on the paper and frame them. But then it was done. So three, now it's real simple. We know what's going on. They're already made. I just rotate them out. And the kids love it. They love Oh, look how little my foot was. Look at my hand. And they love comparing their hands, like their turkey hands, to their now hands. So that's one. And the second is just pictures of them with Santa and other Christmas art that they've made. So all the random Christmas art that they make, I save it or I'll frame it or we'll put it out if it's a little statue that they painted. Whatever they're doing, I save them all in some tubs. And I'm pretty minimalistic as far as my decoration style for the majority of the year. My friends always joke about how everything on the white shelf is white. I don't love things sitting out. It's one of Jason's biggest pet peeves. Counters are for nothing except what you get out to use and then you put it back away. However, for Christmas, 
I have the opposite mentality. More is more. All the little trinkets you made, I want them all out. All your pictures with Santa from every year. We have one from every year framed, and they all come out at Christmas. All the Santa pictures. I can't wait till these kids are 16 and I'm making them go sit by Santa. But right now they're four and five, so I've got six Santa photos, one from every year. They are adorable, and I love them, and they make me so happy. And then I have decorations that are a family tradition. So one thing is my mom gave me, actually my sister gave me, Emily, thank you, these little Santa's marching band. And if you follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen them. They play Christmas songs. My grandmother had these growing up, and they are one of our favorite things about Christmas. And Emily got them for me one year, and Em has them too, and we love them. Apparently, they're supposed to go in the tree, like be tree ornaments. However, mine just sit out. I put sticky tape and I put them on the bookshelf next to a plug so we can just play with them all year long. And then we have paper snowflakes and Merry Christmas banner and string with all of our prior Christmas cards that come up. So a lot of this is not costing a lot of money. It's stuff the kids made or we did or we invested in it once. We don't redecorate with brand new stuff all the time. We know what we have and we pull it out. Although I will admit, sometimes I love Christmas so much that after Christmas when we go to Target, I will buy random things. So last year I did purchase pink, glittery reindeer. Jason wants to kill me. But those are out in our living room too, and they're quite adorable. The point is, these things in our house and the Christmas music and looking at the kids' crafts and their pictures with Santa. Oh, I also have a row in our dining room where my mom gives us a picture frame for Christmas every year that has the year on it. So it's like Merry Christmas 2017. And we put a family photo in it every year. So I've got all of our family photos back there from the years, starting from back when I was pregnant with Campbell. So it's really special to have just these memories popping up all over the house at this time of the year, especially when I'm really normally very simple. So the kids love going through the boxes, seeing their things. One of our traditions is the whole day-long decorating with Christmas music, putting away the old stuff and putting out the new. We also have, when we get Christmas trees, we usually do get two, and I'm a live tree girl, so I'm lying to you if I say this is where you save money. Certainly, if you had an artificial tree here, you would reuse it every year, and that would be more cost-effective. I'm a splurger on the Christmas trees. So we get a big Fraser fir because I love them, and I love the smell, and that goes in our main area. And then we get a tree that we cut down from the local tree farm when we go out there for a day every year. So that's one thing the kids love is going to cut down our Christmas tree. We go to a local tree farm, so there's all kinds of activities and games and playscapes and a hayride. And we pick out a little scraggly tree and it goes in our front room and it's our kids' tree. So for the two trees, one of them gets decorated with all of our ornaments, goes in the living room, it's bigger, and that's where the presents go. And the other tree is in the front of the house in our front living room. We have a little old-fashioned sitting room at the front. And that's where all the kids' ornaments go. Seriously, I have no rules. They just decorate it however they want. They want to make new ornaments. That's where they go. They want to string popcorn, make a paper chain. It is theirs for creative freedom. So give them space to be children and play. Now, every year in the past, although I think we're changing it this year, every year in the past... I've had the kids, we have a whole series of Christmas books, and we've wrapped them up. And by wrap, I don't mean with wrapping paper. I mean we have brown paper sack bags from Amazon for books that we would put the books in and seal them and put little red and white twine around. And every day they could open up a Christmas book and we would read it. And I haven't done that yet this year, although I still may. All right, now I just took a big basket and put all the Christmas books in it, and it's going to go under that tree 
because now the kids are of the age, Campbell's reading, and she loves to read. But either way, we love Christmas books, and we have a bajillion of them. I think we have even more than one per day now, so we have so many. We love them. One thing you've probably seen that a lot of people do is we do Christmas pajamas. And I'm really, really into the Christmas pajamas. This is something that my mom did when I was growing up, and I loved it. It was always our present we would open on Christmas Eve, and I've carried that over into when we've had kids. And we don't just do them for us. We do them for our extended family and for our close friends. So Christmas pajamas for everybody. Now, I'm super lucky because one of my best friends, Jenny, owns a company called Blossom Blanks. And she started this. So she's an entrepreneur. She graduated Auburn with me in a degree in finance. And then as she was starting to have kids, realized there were no high quality blanks. So if you're from the South, you know what I mean when I say blanks. They're the things you take to get monogrammed. So a blank onesie that you want to get a monogram on, a blank shirt. She felt like all the blanks that were out there were really poor quality. And so she sought out to change that, to have high quality blanks. Point being, she now is super successful, runs a company called Blossom Blanks. Even my local monogram store here sells them. So she's like the big thing. But we get Christmas pajamas from her, from Blossom Blanks every year, which is nice because I get the friend discount and I get them for like everybody. And they're the cutest things. And then I take the kids tops and I get them embroidered with their names every year. The kids know they're always unwrapping this on Christmas Eve. I still think it's just so fun and something that everybody looks forward to those moments of all looking the same and celebrating the tradition. But the biggest thing we do every Christmas time is we do an activity advent calendar. I would love to sit here and tell you that I'm the coolest mom ever and I came up with this all on my own, but that would be so far from the truth. So we had an advent calendar when I was growing up. And it was the kind that had little treats inside and you'd move the little thing amongst the days. But my sisters and I, we loved the advent calendar. So I always loved that idea. My sister, her kids are older than mine. So Emily has older kids. And so she started an activity advent calendar. And I just loved this idea. So I stole it. I mean, I modified it to fit our life. But essentially, it goes out in December, has 25 days, and there is a card for each day in a little envelope. And we do, for the most part, the same cards every year. And the kids open them up in the morning, and that's their activity that they get to do. And they really, really look forward to it. They talk about it all the time. I wonder what will be on the card tomorrow. Ooh, I can't wait to see what's on the card today. Give me a clue about what the card says. This is a production, y'all. So, things. I ordered the advent calendar It came from Pottery Barn Kids on Sale, and it just has little pockets. I ordered these tiny little cards and envelopes from Paper Source just because they fit easy. And we typically use the same cards every year. But in order for Jason and I to know what's going on, you got to plan this stuff out. So if you know me, you know what we do. It's the trusty Google Calendar. So Jason and I have a shared Google Calendar. It's like our entire world, meaning if it's not on the calendar, I'm not sure that it's happening. So we go through... By we, I mean I. When I pick which days all the activities are going to go into, I also then put them on our Google Calendar so we know what's coming up. And some things are super easy, like dance to the songs from Santa's marching band, write a letter to Santa, make a card for your grandparents, decorate an ornament for the tree, make a handprint ornament, have hot cocoa, video yourself singing a Christmas song and send it to your grandparents. Some things are more involved. 
like Picnic Under the Christmas Tree, or go to Mozart's and see the light show, watch a Christmas movie in your PJs, go to the Austin Trail of Lights, etc. I think actually this year, in fact, I know for sure, one of the cards is go see the Rockettes because we're taking the kids to New York. And now a word from one of our sponsors, Apostrophe. With the temperatures starting to warm up, I'm so excited the summer is around the corner and getting ready and looking forward to the summer months. But I know that when I'm outside enjoying nature, I need to pick up supplies to prepare myself for summer adventures. And if you want to get your skin glowing in time for summer, it's time for you to get started with Apostrophe, who is sponsoring this episode. Apostrophe's goal is to help you feel confident in your own skin. So whether you're dealing with breakouts, signs of aging, or acne scarring, Apostrophe will help you love the skin you're in. I personally love that you get access to an expert dermatology team, a tailored treatment plan. It's simple to sign up for your first visit, and there is no in-person appointment or trip to the pharmacy needed. We have a special deal for our audience. Get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash A-A-W when you use our code A-A-W. That's a savings of $15. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash A-A-W and click get started. Then use the code A-A-W at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode. And now a word from one of our sponsors, Quince. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. And luckily, I found Quince. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. The best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands, but Quince partners directly with top factories, cutting out the cost of the middleman, passing the saving to us, and only working with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices. I personally cannot wait to wear my cute tan linen set this summer. So it's your turn to get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash A-A-W for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash A-A-W to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash A-A-W. Thank you, Quince. And now a word from one of our sponsors, Ritual. Did you know that women were excluded from clinical research policy by federal law until 1993? But women belong in scientific research. Their essential and ritual knows this. I choose ritual multivitamin every day because it is easy to take, and I know that I am getting high quality and traceable ingredients in a clean and bioavailable forms. In fact, Ritual conducted a university-led human clinical trial for their Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin to assess its efficacy, and the results showed increase in vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. Know my shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash A-A-W. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash A-A-W for 25% off. Thank you, Ritual. 
So we'll add in new cards based on if we're doing something super fun that year. But the point is, these are exciting events. It's an activity advent calendar that we are putting out there for the kids to look forward to. Really trying to embrace family togetherness so that we're spending time together doing these activities, making the season more about enjoying time and creativity and family and loved ones and less about things. I'm not saying that we achieve this goal. We just try for it. The truth is they're four and five. They are all about some of the things. She's obsessed with Frozen 2. He loves Hot Wheels. It's a very, very fun time to be their parent. So they're excited about those things. This year was the first year that I actually took them to the store to let them pick out gifts for other people. So where do we go? We went to Target, of course. Target's their favorite store. And we had them make a list of the people they wanted to buy gifts for. And they got to pick them out. And guys, it's hilarious. I think it's going to add an extra level of fun. So it gave them a little budget so that they couldn't go over X amount of dollars on each gift. But they would look around and pick out things for people. And they were convinced, this is for Gigi. That's what they call Jason's mom. Are you sure Gigi wants that? Yeah, of course Gigi wants this. They just knew for sure what they wanted to get people, and it was really fun. I'm also a huge wrapper of the gifts the same. I love brown paper packages tied up with string. So that's what we do. We have brown craft paper. I love it because I get huge rolls of it. We get it from Amazon for cheapo, have little red and white string, write on the gifts with just a Sharpie, keep it really simple, or a little white tag, and then we'll save it, and we'll use it again the next year. So this is what we always do our gifts in. However, the children this year really begged for their own wrapping paper. So I let them pick out a wrapping paper to wrap some of their gifts in that they're giving to people. And Rep picked out this little metallic paper with pink flamingos and Santa hats. Guys, that boy is after my heart. He knows I like flamingos. And Campbell picked out a little paper that's shiny with sea creatures on it, like narwhals and dolphins and sharks. Very, very cute, both of them. So this year, we have a combination of the brown paper packages tied up with string and metallic wrapping paper with sea creatures on it. But it works. It's adorable. So it really represents the stage of life that we're at. And I'm enjoying watching them enjoy the act of gifting because I don't think it's bad if it's about things, if you kind of frame the things in making people happy. So they're very excited to pick out these gifts to give people they love in order to make them happy. Now, most of you guys know that I am of the mindset that I don't have to think hard about it to make a decision. Life is better. So if we always do something very similarly, it's not up for debate. We don't have to spend much mental energy there. And that helps simplify life. And if you lead a busy life like most of us do, especially if you're a professional and you have kids, trying to minimize some of the back and forth decision making makes life better. And so I highly encourage it. Things we do is, you know, gifting friends gifts. We always get them the same Christmas book. So we get our friends, kids, the same Christmas book. So this year I ordered 20 of the same book, right? Love, Campbell and Rep 2019. And we give it to them. And that's what our gift is for those people. We always on Christmas Eve, we go to church service and then we go eat Chinese food at the local Chinese restaurant with Jason's parents. They're packed on Christmas Eve. You guys, they're packed. And we get reservations way in advance, but that's where we're going. And then we come home, we open our gifts, which are Christmas pajamas, sprinkle reindeer food in the yard, oatmeal, and glitter. If you're trying to make reindeer food, oatmeal and glitter. 
and I sprinkle that in the yard and then read the night before Christmas and go to bed. And then on Christmas, we, you know, open presents and we always have for dinner Christmas spaghetti. So this spaghetti, you guys, goes a lot of different places. I've talked about it before because when we go on vacation, we call it beach spaghetti or lake spaghetti. But in reality, we also call it Christmas spaghetti. So I make it ahead of time. So I'll usually make it on Christmas Eve day or the day before. It is a pack of pasta noodles. And then it is an onion that gets sauteed, two cans or boxes of diced tomatoes, a jar of pasta sauce, a little bit of salt and sugar, add that to the noodles, put it in a casserole dish and cover it. Then when you're ready to use it on Christmas evening, pull it out and cook it at 350 for 30 minutes. Boom, Christmas dinner. You were drinking wine, playing with your friends. You didn't spend the whole time in the kitchen. If your family comes over, you ask them to bring a salad and green beans and bread or dessert or whatever you want. But it's done. We're done. We're not spending all day in the kitchen on Christmas. And so Christmas spaghetti has been in our house for a long time. The kids know when they look forward to it. I look forward to it because I don't have to worry about it. Everybody eats it. We make a gluten-free version if Jason's sister is coming. It's vegan, obviously. It's just very, very simple. And that is key, I think, to enjoying the holidays when there's so much going on. So I've always loved Christmas ever since I was little. But being a working mom makes Christmas completely different. Add in having children in school where you have holiday concerts, Christmas parties, you need to volunteer, they have to dress up, you got to get presents for extra teachers and people. It's a lot to keep track of. And I can see why this time of year is so busy and stressful. Personally, in the infertility world, this time of year is crazy. I really think it's the end of the year. People are realizing that their family planning goals have not been met. Suddenly, another year has passed. This year, another decade has passed. And that is overwhelming. So if you are realizing these huge things haven't happened, you're ready to make them happen. So I am booked, booked, booked. My clinic is full. We're doing cycles. We are trying really hard to make families grow. And I love my job, but it's a busy time of the year. And then you add to that all the kids stuff and the family stuff, and then wanting to be able to enjoy the holidays, I get what's going on. Personally, I'm compounding all of this by traveling a lot right now which is not my norm, but if you follow me on Insta, you probably think that it is. There are just opportunities that I'm jumping on, and that's good. Opportunities want to come, and if they happen to happen at the holiday season, you just got to go for it. But I'm trying very hard to be in a good mindset this season about being present. Last night, we picnicked under the Christmas tree. It was actually not the activity admin calendar card. We actually already picnicked under the Christmas tree one time. We did that the first week of December. Last night, we made handprint ornaments, which by the way, on that kid's tree I was talking about, they have handprint ornaments every year from when they're born. They each have their own. It's got to be one of my favorite things. The whole tree just has these. I buy just different sized whatever ornaments from Michael's or Hobby Lobby. They can be craft paper circles or wooden heart. This year, it was a little metal heart, and the kids made their handprint ornaments. They're so reflective of their age. So Campbell's five, she painted her hand in rainbows and it's like the perfect little handprint on her ornament. Red is four. He like paints his hand, whatever abstract colors he wants, puts his hand on his ornament and smears it back and forth. You guys literally moves his hand. 
I kind of wanted to melt inside, but it, it's actually perfect and it's really reflective of where they are in life. So I wrote their names and the year on them and they are hung on our tree. Point is that was our activity yesterday. So we did that and it was Tuesday. So we were having taco Tuesday because you know, I like to keep it simple. And what happened next? The kids really wanted to picnic under the tree. So they went and got a blanket. They set it out under the tree. They got everybody's waters. They got paper towels. Literally, they tore off 30 paper towels. But anyways, they were setting it up. And it was the cutest thing. And they were so excited about it. They wanted to picnic by the Christmas tree and turn on Christmas music. And we sat there on the floor and had tacos. And even though we had one million things to do, I needed to prep my charts for the next day. We needed to wrap presents. We have to do laundry to get ready to go out of town this weekend. There's a ton going on. We took that time out and sat there and it was really fun. So I'm challenging you to build in time during holiday seasons in the future that you can try to just calm down. I know we all feel pressure to get a lot done and especially those of us who are doers. Danielle Jones, I'm talking to you right now specifically because when you're used to being highly productive and you have a lot to do and you're a busy professional working mom and you've got all this stuff on the table, it is hard to sit still. It is hard to not feel like you're just getting behind. And I just want to remind everybody during your entire life, but especially during the holiday season, these are the moments that make your life worthwhile. Try to slow down and soak them in. We're going to my grandparents' lake house after Christmas, and guys, there's nothing to do there, and it's my favorite thing. My sisters have been asking me, what am I looking forward to most this holidays? It is sitting on the porch of the lake, drinking coffee with them. Literally, just spending time with the family. And we have all these activities planned for the kids, for them to do crafts and scavenger hunts, and it'll be great. But take those times to enjoy the moments and enjoy the people that make life the most worthwhile. I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening. I'm wishing you all a happy holidays, a Merry Christmas if you celebrate that. Apply what you want out of this to your own life to try to really just savor those moments with the people you love. I appreciate you listening. I love every rate review share that you guys give me of this podcast. It feels like it is my third child because I love it so much. You can follow me on Instagram at Natalie Crawford MD. You can also follow me on the blog, NatalieCrawfordMD.com. And I'm really excited about all of the future things that are going to be coming for you in 2020. I've been working hard and planning and I just can't wait. I also can't wait to see what your goals are. So happy holidays. Hey guys, welcome to The Collective. I'm Brian Halfrich, a 26-year-old bioethics PhD student and clothing brand CEO. Welcome to my podcast where we talk all things health and wellness, navigating your 20s, and becoming the best version of yourself. So sit down, play that episode, and join The Collective. <laughs>